For all of you who listen to Mackie Second Floor Studios Presents Submersion and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app, and I love it. I can search for the podcasts I want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them all just a click away. Make sure to set Mackie's Second Floor Studios as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 49. Woo! And it is a movie. It's something. For sure. It sure is. (laughs) There are three of us on tonight. you got myself, Jamie, and Brom. And it is Polar Vortex 2019. We're looking at breaking some records where we live. Yep. Talking about negative 60 wind chill. Yeah, I drove over here a negative 48 wind chill. <laughs> Yay! It was a nightmare. It looks like Yowzers. a nightmare escape outside. Yeah. I thought negative 30 was going to be rough. Nope. Uh, speaking, of, yeah, uh, speaking of Polar, I watched the new release on Netflix, Polar, last night. I saw the trailer for that. It looked pretty silly. It uh, definitely is over the top. It's kind of got some John Wick mixed with Deadpool, mixed with Kingsman, mixed with every Quentin Tarantino movie ever. It's getting horrible reviews, but uh, I watched it before hearing anything about it, and I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. Yeah, I thought from the trailer that it looked, um, just to be honest with you, it looked terrible. So I'm not (laughs) totally surprised that the reviews aren't good because I thought it looked bad. But I could see it being fun still. I mean, I have fun watching bad films all the oh, time. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. It's definitely not a cinem, cinem, cinematic masterpiece or anything like it's that. It's not going to win an Oscar. No. Let's say that. I told my yeah. coworker about it today. I was like, because he's, he's a John Wick fan. I'm like, there, uh, there's this new one on Netflix called Polar. I'm telling him all about it. You know, like, it, it, I like it's got Mad Mickelson. He's pretty cool. Vanessa Hudgens. Robert Dreyfus shows up in it. He's like, oh, let me, and he goes to look it up. And the very first hit on Google is... Netflix releases potentially the worst original film of all time. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Dang, yeah, I had uh, kind of high hopes because, like you mentioned, John Wick. That's I love that movie. I love the second. I'm really looking forward to the third one. Hey, and go, I thought this looked a lot like it. Go in, don't don't let don't don't let, don't let it uh, jade your uh, interpretation on it. Go in and watch it. It's, you literally just you told me like it's it. potentially one it. of the worst movies that Netflix has made. Yeah, and I think a big question that Kyle is asking is, is does a dog get killed in it? Because that's actually his, that's the only reason he likes John Wick, I think, right? Uh, his, do you want his, me to, his, you want me to answer that? Is it actually the, is it a yes? That is a yes. Wow. Oh, so you will love it because a dog yep. gets killed in it. There we go. Great. Perfect. It's one of the very first scenes in the movie. Bob Barker would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Remember? Anyways. Don't worry. All right. So anyways, we know that you guys have questions for us, our listeners. Don't forget, you can always hit us up at MacEastSecondFloorStudios at gmail.com. It's the first time we plugged that in forever. We really would love, love, love some questions that we have to answer. Yes. Send us an email. Talk shit about us. We don't care. Anything. Say something. Ask us to say something offensive on air. We'll do it. Just acknowledge we we exist. We don't even care. Right. I yes, want to give we, a big uh, shout out and thank you to Podcast Junkie who gave us a glowing review. That was awesome. Oh, that's read. true. Said uh, we were one of the best podcasts he's ever listened to, and he's binge listened to all forty eight episodes now. So, hey, you got to be a little bit. We got to be humble. 
We're just a humble podcast crew over here. Oh, I completely disagree with them. I think we're complete shite, but- We're uh, garbage. (laughs) We are a garbage podcast. I'm not sure why anyone listens to us. But thank you. Yes. It's incredible. (laughs) We do appreciate it. Yeah. And on that note- Dive, 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 dive. (laughs) What began as an innocent conversation among friends- would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Second Floor Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Mustard Man, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Brain, Kyle L. Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion. We continue into the third, no, fourth, fourth week, sorry, fourth, yep. of 2018 in review with yeah. a film from April of 2018. Yeah, and predictably, as we get to what is actually our fifth 2018 submarine film that we were watching, this is more accurately, I guess, a submersible film, but... Most of them, well, yeah, yeah. they have been. Right. Well, no. The Meg. I guess, no, we've had an even split so far. Yeah, because the Meg had... No, never mind. A Meg was just submersible. Yeah, never mind. Meg. Sorry, I'm an idiot. But, you know, we're kind of scraping the bottom, bottom of the barrel. Spoiler alert for our, maybe our scores. I don't know. You guys may have loved it. But, you know, we're kind of at the bottom of the 2018 set of submarine films. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. And it's rough. So, Brom, what did we, what did we watch? Uh, we watched a film starring James McAvoy, Split. Almost. I wish. You're right there. Just very kidding. Good uh, yeah, it actually watched. also had Alicia Vikander. We watched mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> you pulled uh, Alicia Vikander, Vikander uh, film out of there. Yeah. Good, good. That was wouldn't even be the one I thought of, I guess. Uh, what would have been Ex Machina? Exactly. That was, that's or The, the Man from Uncle. Sure. Or, Everybody knows all these films. Or the one where, um, what's his name, just is, is like a... Uh, like a woman or something right mrs doubtfire right perfect <laughs> yes when she was in mrs doubtfire obviously well we watched po- potentially their best cinematic masterpiece to date we watched submergence submergence yeah and that, uh, i don't with know that title, Brom's on but yeah with that title you would think you have high hopes you would submergence i really like james mcavoy he's been great he's in one of my Favorite like modern movies. I really like Atomic Blonde. I thought that movie was great. Cool. Super fun movie. I didn't but... even know he was in it. Good. I haven't seen it. So really, yeah, no. I I'll now have to watch it. I love James McAvoy. Yeah. And uh, what can you say, man? Yeah. What can you say? Do you have any uh, director or anything like that, or should we just get right yes, into it? Yes, uh, Vim Vendors. Right. Yeah. He's mostly a documentary guy. It seems like he got nominated. He's got nominated for Oscar for best documentary three times. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, he's been, oh, he's, he's world famous. He's very well known. It's not surprising that two top actors would maybe see a script and say, okay, this guy's just directing it and be interested in doing that film. Right. Yeah. He's very well known. That's what uh, they talk about on the behind the scenes. As soon as they saw he was directing, everybody wanted a piece of it. He doesn't do narrative very often, but he's, you know, I think he even was nominated for Palme d'Or, stuff like that. He's just like, he's just like one of those artistic directors that people would want to work with. Right. And that's, that's what everybody pretty much said. So like we mentioned, James McAvoy, he plays James Moore. I like that move. Oh, good. I was in movies that always make him make my name Kyle. I think it'd be 
Because I would naturally respond to it. I just wrote in my notes. I just called him James McAvoy. There you go. Yeah. Pretty much me too. Yeah. Uh, how do you say your last name? Alicia. I thought Vicander? it was Vikander. Vikander. But yeah. Vikander. I don't know. She plays Danielle Flinders. Mm-hmm. And we have Selen Jones as Thumbs. And, <laughs> right? I don't know. And Alexander Siddig as Dr. Shahid. Cool. You don't really, I mean, basically, dude, you got two. You only got two people, really. You got the, yeah, it's the two people. Some That's people might know uh, Dr. Sh- Shadid, uh, Alexander Shadid uh, from Game of Thrones. He played uh, Dor- Dorian Martell or whatever his name is. Mm. Oh, okay. The, king, the right. king or Lord of the South region. Nice. Lord of the South. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall we get into it? I can't imagine it's going to take that long. Uh, well, I have two pages of notes, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Usually, I just use the Wikipedia page and copied that down, so I don't have to do any work. This time, they didn't have a Wikipedia page, or they had a very small Wikipedia page, so I had to write my own notes for it, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunate for everyone involved in this, because this is going to be a while. Buckle up. Yeah, right. Ready to go? Two pages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we open with Alicia Vikander. She's underwater. We're already there? Oh, my God. Are we going to be in a submersible now? But she's in like kind of like a suit. And you're like, what? Is she on the moon? Is she on a robot suit? What is this? Yeah. But then it turns out it's just like testing it out. Like she's kind of in just like a warehouse. And she gets called over and it's like, yo, they're going to be going through the plan for the research. Why did they build the set? I thought they were on the set of a movie. It seemed like Me it was. Too. But yeah, it seemed a little bit unnecessarily futuristic. Like why would they necessarily have it all set up that way? Yeah. But whatever. So they head over a, to the, That was a derpy looking dive suit, if I must say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was I was gonna be I was gonna laugh if they had pulled it out at the end of the film to be like, now I get into this suit and I'd be like, wait, <laughs> I didn't look like it was gonna work. Yeah. Um <laughs> and so they head over to the research boat and they're kind of letting them know what the plan is. And the plan is basically like they're the stars, right? They're going last. They're saving them best for last, heading up to dive in the green. Greenland Sea up near Iceland yes. in or all the way all the down. And she should be super excited about this because she's a star. It's going to be, they say multiple times, it's going to be a nature paper, uh, yep. potentially like Nobel Prize level type stuff going on here. Um, having to do with, we'll find out later, potentially origins of life kind of stuff and the implications of origins of life on a lot of the problems on earth and stuff like that. Yes. So, uh, but she's not, she's not happy at all. In fact. No. And the, her colleague is like, yo, girl, what's up? And she's and that's like- Thumbs. Yeah, Thumbs. I don't even think they told you his name ever. Yeah. She's like, this is, it's a nature paper for sure. And you're being Mopey McMoperson. And you got to turn that frowny upside downy. And she's like, but can't we just be human for a moment? Can't we just be lonely? And he's like, no. And he's like, girl, I know you miss him, but he probably just doesn't have any service because he lives in Africa. In Nairobi. Yeah. And probably like shampooing his hair or something like that. He's just busy. And, Doing something. And secretly, he's like, he's not calling. Oh, yeah. 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 But anyways, he's like, you're right. I shouldn't got to get my head in the game. Yes. And then it flashes back. Yeah. We go backwards. Well, technically, we, we flash sideways for a second oh, just yes, to see James do. McAvoy get a peanut from his cell in Somalia that he tapped right. in. And you're like, wait, what? What movie is this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All I, I, right. I did forget about that. Yeah. We just see an arm sticking out of a, like, a what? Like a mud style building. Yeah. And somebody gives him a peanut. And you look inside, and there's McAvoy. It looks like someone kicked the living shit yeah, out of him. Looks like garbage. Yeah. And. Well, he's still ripped, you know. He is. He's got great six-pack at this point. Yeah. yeah. He is looking a little greasy because he's well, sweaty. Yeah. He hasn't showered in a while, which is good. 
for I mean as a, for the viewer I guess. Um yeah. and so then they flash back and it's basically 3 weeks earlier Christmas. And that's what I said online. I'm not actually sure if it was Christmas or not. That's what I said. Did, dude, I don't know. They they, they she was at an art gallery first. And yeah, well, that's true. Never mind. It flashes back to the art gallery first. Yes. Right? Yeah, and okay. so he's kind of walking around and out of nowhere, he's just he's talking through an earpiece to these guys, you know, doing a real secret mission like, "Oh, Let's sit back to back and look like we're just talking to ourselves. Basically James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And he's like- He's not the best version of James Bond. <laughs> well, no. It doesn't, doesn't work out great for him because he's like, yo, I know where the bombs are and I'm going to go get them. And they're like, you shouldn't. And he's right. like, but I'm gonna. And they're like, well, if you're gonna, we're going to send you some high profile targets to like maybe take out <laughs> if you can. And he's like, yeah. okay. All right, no big deal. Yeah. Guess what? It is a big deal. It's a huge deal, and you'll see why. <laughs> but first, he's like, yo, I got to take a vacay, <laughs> which yeah. seems a little bit strange. He's like, this bomb's going all over Europe. I'm going to take a vacation real quick. <laughs> yeah. like, Wait, you just talked about bombs that you wanted to disarm. Shouldn't yeah. you do that first? I was like, no, I got to really relax, get my head straight. <laughs> yeah. And you cut Wait, over what? to some like giant mansion. Beautiful place. It's I actually looked, gorgeous. I was trying to figure out if it was a real place. I couldn't find out. Oh, really. man. It would be great to stay there. <clears throat> it would be. I would have loved to do I that. I can't imagine they would have built that as a set. I'm sure it's. No, I think, it, but I think it might be cobbled together from a difference. It's like, I think that uh, bar may be yeah, separate yeah, yeah, from yeah. The, whatever may be separate from I the get beach what you're kind saying. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So anyways, at the same time, Alicia Vikander, Vikander, three weeks before she's going to be going up to, you know, do her research, is also there kind of getting some relaxation in before this really intense, like, research trip. She's a professor and, you know, she probably, you know, needs that rest and relaxation before oh, yeah. a she big a little, excursion like little that. little McAvoy before this. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, she's there definitely prowling. Looking for dick, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Sorry, you may have to bleep that. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. So, but, I mean, it's accurate. And so- um, Yes, it is. And so, anyways, they're, they're kind of like two ships passing in the ocean at first, right? They're kind of like, yeah. he's getting a drink from the bar, she's getting a drink from the bar. Um, then he's running, like, real, like, buff along the beach. Yeah. Like, cr- crushing, crushing some miles. And she's oh, yeah. like, hey, what's up? And he's like, uh, whoa, did you just say something to me? And she's like, uh, yeah, I did. And he's, he's like, like, no way. No, you did not. You did like, not just say hey to me. He's like, lunch. And she's like, uh, fuck yeah. And then- He had like a whole- He had a whole beach to run along and he ran- like one foot away from her. Right and, next to her, yeah. That no the way. shit out of me. Yeah, I would have been so far <laughs> away from her if I was running along that beach. But, you know, it works. You got you to gotta give it to him. His method works. Yeah. Because next thing you know- He's got game. He's creeping on into a room. First, he's like, is that your room? And she's like, uh, yeah, which is already a hint because like he's a creepy person. So like you could be <laughs> like, no, this is my friend's room or something. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, but no, she's like, yes, my room. And then he comes in there and he's like, can you turn this music down? Like you're blasting classical music like an asshole. And she's like, okay. And she turns it down. He's like, well, well professor, do you think I am? And he's like, I literally, there's no possible way to guess this. It's like, he goes through all these guesses. And she's like, oh, I'm a biomathematician. And at first I was like, I don't even know what that is, like a biomathematician. Right. But then when she explained it, I think I got, I think I got a, a general understanding of what was going on. She applies mathematics to the ocean depths. Right. And really it's about the origin of life. So 
similar to something that actually came up on a podcast a long time ago, is she studies life around thermal vents at the bottom of the ocean. So the very, very bottom depth of the ocean, there'll be these thermal vents where there's actually heat and chemical reactions and stuff going on. Right. With the idea being that potentially those are areas where you'd see life bloom anew because life has a trouble. Finds a way. Well... Sure. So this is just like Jurassic Park. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's why it's yeah. so good. But, uh, you know, but it came up before because there was news about, you know, potentially sending something to Ios or something, one of the Jupiter moons, because it has thermal vents under its ice. And I'm I glad you said, clarified that because I was like, yeah. I don't know where that is. And I said, oh, that's actually a potential place like where you, like, the origin of life could be. And that's where we might find alien species. And oh, I think that's a great spot. Alex brought that up. Yes, it was part of news. And so here it actually is doing. And so I, I kind of started to get to understand, okay, she probably does some kind of genetic analysis to say that for sure, by the math, this is not related to Earth on, the, the life on Earth, that it was a independent blooming of life. And thus, this is how life begins. And thus, this is how life would begin elsewhere. And thus, this is how life could begin anew, I guess, if, if life died off right. on Earth because of global warming or some shit or something. I don't know. So I was like, okay, now I, now I get it. Don't worry about it. And they're, they're getting a little flirty at lunch. Uh, uh, she's she's yeah. talking about, you know, like the layers of the ocean and all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. You know what word she said? What? Submersion. Yeah, she did. She's like, ooh. She also used the word Hades, like hell. Yes, yeah. she did. And, and they're talking about like <laughs> the infinite blackness that- is when you're down in a submersible. Right. Now there's nothing. And he's like, do you know what that's like? It's like being in the infinite darkness of a Somali jail. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm just, I make water for in Kenya. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. So anyways, they're like, they're like very different, but also like totally vibing and like their differences are what makes them like attracted to each other, I think. But he's, he's vibing in a weird way. Cause when they're talking about some of the stuff, like the infinite blackness, he's like, man, what if that submersible collapses in on itself? Right. And what's going to be your last thought? <laughs> yeah. You're like, geez, this is he's taking a, a dark turn. He's very philosophical. You just, you he wouldn't, is. You, uh, Kylie, you wouldn't understand. I wouldn't. Look at me. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. I'm only drinking a red ale. What Alicia sees in him. You're an All uncultured right? swine, Kyle. Yeah. They were drinking, uh, I think, Japanese whiskey at one point. And, or yes, scotch. they were. Japanese scotch and uh, wine, a lot of the other And time. he immediately called out the bartender. He's like, you used to play rugby, right? Yeah. He's like, Konnichiwa, you played rugby. I'm like, I hate this guy. You fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, anyways they, he they back walked to the down room. the beach. They walked down oh, the beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She strips down, starts swimming. In her underwear. She's like, I just want to swim. And he's like, wait, what? And then gives her her coat, his coat. And then they walk back up to the room and she's like, <laughs> she leaves the door open. And it's basically like, come in if you want. And he's like, uh, yeah. And then they kiss a whole bunch. Like they kiss like a lot. There's like a lot of weird, aggressive um, grabbing. Oh, she, she has some power like moves, man. She gets like behind oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is in control of oh, that yeah. situation for sure. And he's kind of digging it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be all about it. it. Yeah. And then wham, back to present time. Yeah. And things are not going so great. Not super great for our boy McAvoy or really Hirsch, although her troubles are a little less serious, uh, I guess. A lot less. Yeah. Because she's kind of just like, why isn't he calling? <laughs> it's like, he's in a Somali jail. <laughs> he's in a Somali prison. <laughs> so it's a, By like stuff. leaders not, of Al-Qaeda or something, yeah, right? Yeah, not to, not to kind of 
denigrate her the problems that she's seeing like that she really found love and you know losing that is a terrible thing for someone um but he's in a somali jail because he arrives in an airplane and immediately gets captured it's not even like he does some spy shit for a second he's just yeah. like in a jail immediately i know do we like, not even see yeah, like he's like i want to see this person and they're like you want to see that person you want to see the inside of this jail and they send him like rotten food <laughs> like that's yeah. that yeah. it was uh he it was, was terrible for him he's a terrible spy He's the worst. Yeah. He wasn't even basically like when he was saying like, I'm not a spy. I'm like, I work with water. Like, yeah, you aren't a spy. You were terrible yeah. at it. It'd be like if I went over there. The only good thing he did was he had his like tooth that he took out and he had like a home. Oh, he did have a it. fake tooth. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if it was a cyanide pill or what it was. It wasn't it was a cyanide pill. It was a beacon. It was a beacon. So, so it was set to green. It looked like at first to say like, I'm okay. Don't like do anything yet. Yeah. And then, Yeah. If things it, are getting a little bad. Is he changed it to red, but he didn't do that at first. He changed it to green and said, okay, everything's good. Shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, but then we also see that uh, Vikander, like you said, she's feeling sad. Real sad, But yeah. don't worry, thumbs in her seem to be a little chummy. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> literally not, a, they are, have a completely professional relationship. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, why you would slander thumbs like this. They're taking selfies, man. Yeah, because they're friends and they're prof- they have a perfectly good professional relationship. Have you ever taken a selfie? No, because I'm not friends with you. Oh, and I don't okay. have a good professional relationship with you. All right, whatever. Yeah. Um. So he's she's pretty sad. Thinks he's maybe just a player because like that's the thing you get a little sense of, like you know especially I don't know if, should we go back and just say what happened at the end of their trip and thing or should we no, slip no, back no, and forth? No, 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 man. We got to do it like the movie, you know. Okay, because like she keeps on being like. Oh man, like he's not calling and she probably thinks he's like a player or maybe like he crushes a lot or whatever, like something like that. Yeah. And the guy, like literally the, that good professional relationship she has with that, with Thumbs, Thumbs is kind of getting like a little annoyed. It's like, you got to get your head in the game because guess what? We got a nature paper on the line. And I love you. No, that's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> They have perfect, nothing untoward happened between Thumbs and her. Well, eventually maybe. Oh, yeah. Later outside in the sequel. (laughs) Submergence to all Thumbs. Oh, good. (laughs) I like that one. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Now I'm in. Yes. Her and Thumbs are banging for sure. Ooh, here we go. Yes. Um, So it flashes back to the good old times before everyone's pissed off. They're walking. They're swimming. They are. Yeah. And then they, they, they wake up one morning and they're kind of like hanging around the bar and there's like a, a newspaper and, oh, and they're also playing games. They kind of imply that she's like super rich, but they're also like banging the whole time. So everything's like pretty good. Um, <laughs> right. They're like naked the whole time, basically. Pretty much. And then, um, but they're like, then there's like this newspaper that kind of says like bumps going up over all over Europe. And he's like, see, See, Why this is the world. vacation. I mean, it really is guilt on his part, it seems yeah, like, because he looks at it and he's like, oh, shit. Like, uh, he's I like, could I have maybe do stopped something. That one. Yeah, uh, I probably should go on the actual mission that I set up for myself. Yeah. Um, but he kind of like freaks out at her a little bit too. He's like, isn't this the world? It's not everything. It's not like what you think of like in the ocean. Like, isn't it also like power and not just education? You know, can you educate bombs, bitch? And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he's yeah. like crying and shit. And then he's like, I gotta go. And he's crying even more. And then he's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. Oh. <gasps> No way, dude. Yeah, True do. love this fast? I don't know. It's like James Bond, basically this whole movie, or half the movie, I guess, is like James Bond on vacation. 
It's like watching James Bond on vacation, then fall in love, and then be like, oh, wait, I forgot I was James Bond, but also terrible. But this and is then not James captured. Bond, because <laughs> the James Bond we know... Would get out of it. Well, he no, well, he'd get out of it, yeah. but he also would not be tied down to one No, woman. no, 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 no. Yeah, that yeah. guy's an animal. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wearing that banana uh, suit. Wasn't James Bond married? Yes, to Money Penny, right? Really? He was married at one point. Oh, no, point, he was married first. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. His wife so maybe this is the prequel to James McAvoy becoming the next James Bond. Oh. oh. So, yeah, so, so, I think I think this was the a long game. Or this was an audition, yeah. Kind of. Audition so, anyways, for James Bond. He's totally fucked in his jail in Somalia. Um, he's kept in this hole for a while. Then he's brought out and he's brought to like the leader. Or I'm not even sure he's necessarily even the leader. Like he's just like very high up in that whatever that little village they're in is in yeah. Somalia. And the guy's basically like, you're going to accept like Islam or whatever. And McAvoy is just like, I'm just a water guy. Like for the love of God, let me go. And he's like, nope. Um, <laughs> you're going to hang out with this doctor for a while, but you're going to be kind of semi-free and you'll see like the way and you'll be like happy. So he starts hanging out with this doctor and the doctor's like real uh, weird a little bit. Like at first he yeah. thinks, at first he thinks, oh, this doctor's going to help me. I can definitely get this doctor to help me because he's a doctor. He's supposed to help people. And then not the case. No. Then there's like a stoning of a woman, which is unpleasant and upsetting. Yeah, they start burying her alive, and then just and then they stone her. her to death. And then, uh, th- then because like a child tries to intervene, the sh- soldiers shoot the child. And so the doctor is like, I mean, he's upset by it, but he's totally cool with it as well. And then he like helps the child, but probably the child dies. And McAvoy at that moment is just like, oh shit, this guy's not going to help me, probably. Yeah, this is, things are getting a little rough because yeah. even at some point he starts talking about how, yes, he has to care for these yeah. people, but jihad is life. Right. He's yeah. like, so he's like way in. He's not exactly what McAvoy was hoping. No, out of not the, the guy who's going to help you out. No. So but then, also before this, yeah. uh, there is a scene before they take McAvoy to the leader and all that where some of the, I don't know what you call them, terrorists <laughs> right, or whatever, yeah. they grab him, take <laughs> him out about to the this. beach. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you're going to die now. I can't believe I forgot this part. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, walk out in the ocean. And he starts walking out and they've got their guns pointed at him. One of them fires just up in the air. They're just doing it to prank him. Yeah. And he, and totally, he shits his pants. Yeah, he poops his pants for sure. Like he actually even like very clearly makes it clear. Like I poop my pants. He even said, I shit myself. I shit myself. And then he has to take his pants off. Mm-hmm. One of the guys gives him his head wrap and he wears it. Because like they're real uh, embarrassed. Yeah. Embarrassed yeah. by his nakedness or whatever. Yeah. Well, he also couldn't have a guy hanging brain walking all the way back to the not, base. No, not in Somalia. No. Let's be clear. Uh, so anyways, he eventually is like hanging with this doctor. And I, I feel like it must be that the doctor reported back like this guy isn't going to convert. Like it's pretty clear. Yeah. And so he's brought back to the main guy. And the guy is basically like, or he's, he's brought back to like make a video or whatever and he doesn't do what they really want. And then he's, you know, the guy's talking to him like, you're going to do what I want. And he's basically like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to make these like videos for you. He wants him to be like a recruiter or someone who like they can send videos out being like, I've accepted the way, like blah, blah, blah or something. And he's like, no, it's not happening. Just send me home. And so he speaks in Arabic to another guy basically being like, take him out to the mangroves. This is his last chance. And if he doesn't do it, like get rid of him. So yeah. he's going to, he's going to be killed unbeknownst to the terrorists like McAvoy speaks Arabic so he's he knows everything that's happening and he knows that it's like probably pretty dire yes but all the time while this is going on we're also flashing sideways to uh, Vikander 
on her trip and she's super frustrated she is there's even point where she uh she's like inspecting her submersible and then she has a flashback to the good old days or that weekend whatever it was yeah and it was actually we, it was actually six years that's oh, how long wow. we spent together yeah incredible mm-hmm. and then we see her listening to classical music again mm-hmm. on a treadmill while running and screaming yeah and yeah, so she she eventually asked. Super great. She eventually asked off the boat, like basically because they're the last dive in near Iceland. The idea is okay. I'm going to hop off at these islands near the UK. I'll fly to Iceland, and then I'll Take fly to Iceland, up. and then I I I just need to have good internet connection. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> And yeah. then I also need to uh, figure out where this dude is. <laughs> it's like totally ghosting me right now. Yeah. Yeah. So she heads to the islands and she kind of gets to contemplate a little bit about life. She's like sitting on some cliffs and it seems like she settles in like, I got to do this. But like she writes some poetry and some shit and it's like death. Like it's all very goth. Like she basically becomes goth at this point. And yeah, she's like, I, I, I deny all men in life and I only accept death. She went to Hot Topic. She got the black jeans For sure. with the chains. Yep. The fishnet armbands, yeah. whatever, you know? She, she flew to Iceland. She was pretty happy because she could catch some pretty sweet hardcore music there. Yeah, she should have gone to Hardcore metal, metal for sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably both of those. Just doing all whatever. All of them, man. yeah. Yeah. All so anyways. Them. All of Northern Europe yeah, and so that she, metal. So she's he- going to be heading down into the submarine. Everyone's like super psyched for her, like- they are literally cheering her like, this is going to be a nature paper. This is going to be a nature paper. Yeah, this is going to be a nature paper. You are doing it. Yeah, you're getting a nature paper. And uh, McAvoy is on his way to the mangroves. Um, he's like digging some salt for a while. He's like sad by, you know, by a boat at one point. And he gets yeah. to sit in the sun for a while. <laughs> his life is shit while she's like getting cheered for like her nature paper probably. Yeah, and she's having a rough go of it. Yeah. And so she gets into her yellow submersible finally. Here we go. Yeah, so that's Dude, ba- there we go. It's more or less like uh like um what's it called? Life Aquatic. The final ending scene in our yellow submersible. Finally we can mar- check this off as okay, submarine movie. Yeah. <laughs> because you guys may have been wondering where we listen the- to s- submersion for submarine movies. Yeah. What are you doing? And I can tell you James McAvoy was not on some Somali prison submarine. <laughs> He was in a, he's on the beach for sure. He's in on, in Somalia. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. And so anyways, they start diving in the submersible. They all three get in. They all pull out their dicks. And Her they're like, thumbs. They're like, wait. Some rando. Yeah. And they're like, wait, who's the captain of this? And no one knows. Yeah. And then they all put their dick back. But then the guy who's like controlling it, who we've never met before is like, I'm technically the captain but whatever <gasps> no way come well, on he is. he's steering he knows all about the summer they don't even know anything they're researchers gosh he's dude. that captain he's the captain for he sure he is the captain yeah so what can you do he secretly pulls out his dick to the side like i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you look in um one of the second to last scenes you can see it yeah mm-hmm. and then he's basically sitting there and he hears everything that's going on it's clear that they're going to be attacking an american base and they're going to be doing suicide Wait, bombing. The submersible? No. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about McAvoy. Just jump back to McAvoy. That would have been, that would have been a big twist. That would have been crazy. Uh, but McAvoy is overhearing them talk about they're going to be attacking a American military base. It's been pretty clear that his last chance, what they talked about as his last chance, is to accept being a suicide bomber. That's kind of the thing. And so yeah. he's sitting there and he's like, I'm going to die, probably die either way. So he takes out his like false tooth and he sets it to red, basically saying like, here I am. I'm in trouble. Come take some motherfuckers out. 
Yeah. And she's diving at the same time. She's diving, 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 gets all the way to the bottom. As they're diving, it's like, oh, I got a long time. And Thumbs is like, yo, what you've been writing in there? And then she reads a super depressing poem. He's like, that was fucking depressing. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, see, oh. we're right there. I told you I could use the whole time. Don't worry about it. I thought we were going to be super short on this no, one. No, no, no. Because I, uh, so anyways, helicopter comes, starts blasting the shit out of oh dude hellfire missiles he jumps he jumps in the water he clearly is like injured in some way he yells oh in the water i think he just did it out of frustration maybe he was just frustrated and then alicia vikander sees in this little submersible and it after collecting a sample and everything's a success it loses power (gasps) no way so are they both gonna die at the same time oh True love. But, and you guys, I don't think you guys made it all the way through the film. So you I made, made it ending. all the way. Well, I made so, it all the way. So then you saw, because McAvoy is killed in this attack, right? And you may disagree. You may say, he lived. He lived through that attack. I would say he killed. Because you saw his life force travel from Somalia all the way to the Greenland Sea into that submersible. And it all of a sudden turns back on using his life force. It is inhabited by a ghost, a ghost, and they rise out of the ocean, shoot into the air, right? Because it's powered by a ghost now, yeah, so they can do whatever. Powered. And then uh, Mecha McAvoy comes out of the ocean, right? Big old robot McAvoy, mm-hmm. and starts. They they have to battle McAvoy at this point, right? Oh man, yeah, it's pretty awesome. She's very conflicted during this, though. Right? Damn, She's I'm like, have to finish this movie. Yeah, I know. It's even cra- it's it's crazy. Finally and then got they good. fly around. Yep, and then they use actually like her technology had nothing to do with the source of life. It actually was lasers, and they pull out the lasers that she developed, and she shoots down Mecca uh, McAvoy with these lasers, and then wins the Nobel Prize on the spot. And who rises to take Mecca McAvoy's power and position on the planet? Godzilla, Godzilla. right? Wow. It was yeah. a Japanese kaiju film all along. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, and then she tries to publish all this in Nature, but Nature actually says, you know, it's not really of interest to our um, the broader scientific community. So we're going to punt it down to Nature Nature Genetics, uh, which is still a very good journal, but a little disappointing in the end. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that Wait, was all. So, that was pretty, uh, this movie. I wish. <laughs> I wish that was the end of that movie. Yeah. Did they did they die? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you couldn't tell, that was a little fake. But uh, McAvoy, I believe McAvoy died. I don't know. I don't think he did. Or he, if he did, they both did. The only thing that makes me question it is because the submersible at that t- at the same time that you think McAvoy is dying, mm. the submersible has kind of died, right? Yes. And then there's a moment where out of they're like basically like, oh, holy shit, like. Whew, we barely have gotten back onto like our reserve power and we're heading back up. And so I'm thinking like maybe he was rescued at that moment, that it's kind of them both coming back from the dead a little bit. But then at the end, you begin to see Vikander's face all like enveloped in white. Yeah, it's because it's the last thing he's seeing. It's the last, yeah. He's remembering, he's it's a memory. Because they're both. No, no, no. It's a memory. In the afterlife. It's a memory from France. France. They'll, they'll always remember France. France. Well, they always got France, kids. <laughs> it was a little weird, though, when she then traveled around with her robot ghost-infested um, submarine. Yeah. Um, and had, like, kooky adventures for a whole season on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe Dirt showed up at one point. He's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Very good movie. All right. <laughs> this movie. Yikes. <laughs> that's about all that can be said so Brom just Oof. to be clear 
you didn't even make it through this, did you? Uh, I fell asleep around the mangrove scene. All right. All right. So <laughs> you missed like when it was. I missed the whole I guess. Uh, kaiju rising out of the yeah. ocean. <laughs> yeah. Mecca, quote unquote, Mecca getting better. Mechavoy. Yeah. Mecca oh Mecca my Boy. gosh. That yeah. would be clutch. Yeah. So I missed. Uh, I missed the, uh, the the ending. It sounds like I, I made it. I made it to the end. There you go. Very nice. You want but, to. Uh, you want to score this guy? Enlighten yeah. me, sure. Well, I uh, I thought it was. Um, thought it was the prequel to James Bond, then I thought it was the prequel to Godzilla, but alas, it was Submergence, which had very little to do with uh, being submerged underwater. There was I, I didn't make it to the part where there was actually any <laughs> submarine action. Uh, <laughs> That's very good, yeah. This is the prequel to your nap. <laughs> yes. Um, it was it was rough. It felt like um like a Lars von Trier movie. It was interesting to hear uh, at the be- at the top of the podcast you explaining the background of the director. I didn't know anything about him or uh, the movie, and uh, so it's interesting to hear that he uh, has a background in more artistic film and documentary uh, footage and stuff like that. Because uh, it kind of felt that way. I'm not uh, well versed in the whole chick flick uh, love story movies. Like I haven't seen The Notebook or any of those. Is this a chick flick? I'm not even sure. I call this a chick flick, but I don't, I don't know, know what, what you else. Call this. What it's else? Not really, an anything flick. It's a romantic. It it's a romance film, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It. It. Didn't, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't know what it wanted to be either. I think there's an interesting story in there, you know, being captured by the Somali pirates. I feel like there was plenty of room for tension. Somali you know. pirates? Wait, wait, where yeah, were the, the pirates? Whoa. Or they whatever. Were not pirates, the, uh, man. Ice, ISIL or whatever the hell they were. And they happen to be in well, Somalia. Somalia is just a rough around. place, is what we're learning. Uh, but I feel like there's there room here for a interesting story. This just wasn't it. Um, I think that's all that really needs to be said about it. This was, it was lousy. Didn't enjoy it. Fell asleep on it. Have no intentions of finishing it. Wish it uh, had uh, Mac- McAvoy at the end. That would have been super interesting emerging from the water with laser beams and everything. It's weird you say you wish it had that because I did. wish, I wish it did. I wish mm-hmm. my version did, but I fell asleep. Right. So, uh, it could. Uh, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a one. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'm actually shocked by that. I'm shocked. Is it too high? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go, for, I'll go next. All right, man, go um, for it. I feel like this isn't, uh, this, it wasn't really made for this time. I, I think we've kind of passed this. Uh, it, it reminded me a little bit of when I watched, um, a movie called Babel or like Crash back in the day where you can appreciate what they were going for, but it's a little heavy handed and a little bit uh, almost like too artistic for its own good. Yeah. And there was a place for that back in like the two thousands, I felt like, and, and now there's just not so much. And and I think in Europe, it's more common to see films like this, but it's a little surprising that it still had a, I mean, it didn't have a theatrical release, but it had a release in the United States and you can get it. And, uh, and it was, you know, it's got like 45 reviews in Rotten Tomatoes. Cause like, so it was big enough film that people knew what it was. Um, so it's a little surprising that it kind of, I don't know. I'm just not sure what the audience is anymore for this kind of film. 
who who wants this or needs it or who whatever. would you recommend this to i have no idea it just did seems you, so did sh- you I like i wouldn't uh, recommend it to our listeners no way no way but yeah i like the acting i thought mcavoy actually did a good job at portraying i um, will the say, type of person it would be while you're on that i will say they did have chemistry together that you yeah. know i think there was there was definitely some on-screen chemistry between our yeah. two leads yeah, and I think it was I think it was beautifully shot. Like if you think about the the scenes when she's on that island place, like kind of hanging out in the cliffs, or oh, when she spray paints the really rare lichens, yeah, which we sure. totally glo- didn't even talk about. Yeah, she's like, oh, these are really rare. Let me tag them real quick. Yeah, what? <laughs> but yeah, no, there's some beautiful shots there. So I feel like you get a really a good sense of him being a documentary filmmaker, kind of getting those really striking shots into a film that would be not necessarily have the narrative to drive it. And so it does feel like they kind of lacked a little bit of that narrative drive. There's a lot of critique online also about the imbalance between the two storylines, which you could really feel. Got pretty McAvoy heavy. Yeah, it was, it was very McAvoy heavy. And, and you didn't really get a good balance between the two to make it so that the two stories melded and made them better. It, it really was like you put the two together and it only made it kind of worse for both. Hers didn't yes. seem as big or important as his and if you wanted to focus on his then it kind of was taking away from that narrative a little bit and it it was a very strange way of doing it they would have needed to make it i'm not sure maybe not make her like a a professor who was on like a submersible project that's not so much drama natural drama in that compared to being taken hostage by somali jihadists Uh, i'm just going to throw that out there as like a little tip (laughs) but yeah no in the end i i think there's good things in it um, not very, not good things in terms of just how boring and at times unpleasant the film was, I guess. Um, so I'm going to give it, oh, God. I was tempted to give it a four, which is pretty really? high, pretty high. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to bring it back to a three and a half, three and a half. It got, it has, it has artistic value. It has artistic value, right? Am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. Oh, damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Did you right. like uh, crash and babble? I liked Babel. I actually remember when I was in college was the year that Crash yeah, won the Oscar. Saw those. And I remember saying to one of my, um, it was my freshman year, and I remember saying to someone else who lived on my floor, I, uh, you know, if Crash wins, that's crazy because I think that was also Brokeback Mountain year. It's like if if it beats Brokeback Mountain, that's f- fucking crazy. Because that movie is not, the Crash is not very good. And they freaked out at me because Crash was very beloved at the time. People forget yeah, this about these I films. I liked Crash. I are, did not like right. Babel. It was very beloved at the time. I actually was the reverse. I thought Babel was a lot better than Crash. But, you know, I think that was maybe because, I don't know. I, just, I thought Crash was overdramatic and weird. Babel, I thought, at least had some interesting things to say about, like, um, immigrant culture and stuff if i remember correctly <laughs> why'd you get all quiet i don't know I, I just i'm actually not sure it has anything to do with that now oh, okay. now that i'm saying it but i feel like there's a time when someone's trying to like cross from mexico into the united states something like that maybe anyways um so anyways yeah i, I don't know it has i feel like it has value good good acting beautiful shots it just is very boring and i'm not sure narratively it made a lot of sense to structure it the way that it did and, and kind of focus on these two storylines Yes. Yeah. It was. So you're gonna bring it down. You're gonna bring the average down. Oh, I'm bringing it down. I am bringing it down. (laughs) It's not even gonna get point sixty nine because that would mean it was good. (laughs) This movie is so boring. I was okay. Now you're making me feel bad about my three point five. It is so boring. Like 
I couldn't believe it. My wife came down. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching this shitty movie. You shielded it from her and you're like, I'm jerking off. Oh, I was literally so bored. I started scanning my tax documents into my Jesus. computer because this could not keep my attention. It was, oh, even, I mean, like I said, I like McAvoy. I really, I really like his acting. I like the stuff he's in. But this, oh my word. What the heck? Yeah, I think I'm wrong. But I'm get... gonna keep it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Three and three and a half. I'm Dude, probably you you. wrong. You do you. Uh, Especially from a submarine perspective, this has oh, really it's no bad. Sorry, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what, guys? You 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 have swayed me. Two and a half. There you go. Yeah. Two and a half for Jamie. Two and a half. Uh, I mean, like we talked about the submersible. They didn't they That's didn't true. bring that story in enough. They could have. Yeah. She's literally on the cusp of. She should have arrived. Great she should have arrived at that hotel in the submersible, and then they could have had their love story on the submersible. Oh, that would have been great. That now would have been a 12 inch, right? Now it's a 12 inch. Yes. And then rescue him in Somalia in the submersible. Ooh. When he swims out in the ocean at the end. Right. And then she, he's like, I'm going to die from this explosion. But then he sees a submersible and climbs in. Yes. None of this happened. It all should have. Yeah. We're going to rewrite this. We will. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. I watched it behind the scenes and. Uh, what, sorry, I can't remember his name. Vim. Yeah. He was, he was talking about how he read the book. And it just scared the shit out of oh, me. Oh, yeah. I got to read like, that book. What? <laughs> yeah. No. And I would recommend it against. Um, McAvoy was on there and he said, I read the script and I absolutely fell in love with it. Everybody was talking about how they fell in love with this. I'm like, everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm what surprised. is going on here? I'm surprised Vikander would have said that, though. Because her, her character didn't have much to do in the second half of that film. Dude, this movie. Yeah. But I did like the exterior shots. Yeah. Like we talked about. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. I mean, like talk about an advertisement for a hotel. If that was a real hotel. Oh, you'd be there. I'd be there. But ultimately, oh my word, this is probably one of the most boring things I've ever watched. I couldn't wait for it to end. I would rather watch Stinger. I gave that yep. a one. No. I gave yeah. it a point no. one three. That is 100%. 100% agree. No you never even seen Stinger. This is a point one two. I saw Stinger. You're thinking, you of, uh, you're thinking of Mustard Man. Oh, you never saw Stinger. That's, the only that's movie that I would watch this over would be The Neptune Factor. I think this was better than The Neptune Factor. It's obviously better than The Neptune Factor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely Fortnite? watch Stinger again over this. I would. Stinger Come. at least has some kind of... Stinger is unacceptable. <laughs> I will never watch that again. Oh, man. It's better flash than forward, this. Flash forward like three years from now when we're like, and this cycle is recapped. We're redoing some of the ones we've done before. And it's up first, Stinger. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. I can't believe I'm watching Stinger again. <laughs> so at that point, we have 18 hosts. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So let's all talk over each other for the next hour like usual. That's what we have to do, man. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I'm going to jump into trivia. Everyone okay with that? The yes. trivia? Now that I'm a reject. A point one two. Point one two. Okay. I gave Stinger a point yeah. one three. That is unfortunate. I just, I, I do, totally disagree, but. All right. Think about it. Stinger, you literally couldn't see anything. This had beautiful things to look uh, at. I could see the guy with the scorpion leg CGI to his chest at the end. <laughs> and be beautiful vistas coming into your eyeballs. Oh, man. You can at uh, least enjoy the views that they provided of places that you'll never go. Yeah, because I don't want to be kidnapped by Somali. I'm talking about the place where she's sitting on the cliff contemplating oh, okay. life and writing dark poems. Oh, okay. Don't you want to sit on a cliff and write dark poems? Of course I do. Yeah. So there we go. Anyways. But I could have been spending an hour and almost two hours of my life planning a trip to go do that, but instead of I'm not watching gonna say, this movie. Yeah, I'm not going to say it wasn't 
upsetting that this was two hours long and that it <laughs> oh, was yeah. that i that i could have been watching one of the universal soldier sequels that i have to watch instead of it like that was unfortunate <laughs> yeah yeah or like bridget jones 2 which i'm like halfway through and i was like i'm gonna finish finish bridget jones 2 and then i was like oh shit like i gotta watch submergence and then i couldn't do bridget jones 2 the edge of reason Dude. For badmovietwins.com. So anyways, trivia. In the novel, Danielle Flinders is described as mixed race. Oh, little change. Because I'm not sure. Is Vikander mixed race? She is Swedish. Right. Just uh, Swedish. That's just Swedish. I don't right? know. I didn't I didn't look too much into yeah. it. Doesn't McAvoy uh, like uh, stroke her face and tell her all the different uh, nationalities oh, he, he sees in her face? He does do yeah, that. I can't remember what he it was. He says she all just right. has a hint of Swedish in her. Yeah, English and Swedish and something else. Yeah. All right. Um, so now that it's closer to the book. So anyways, she was a yeah. seven. She was half um, Martinique and half Australian in the book. I don't what know. is Martinique? I don't even know what that is. It's a country. Oh, all right. <laughs> What's the name of the country? Martinique. <laughs> <laughs> is that like uh, San Martin the... or something like that? I don't know. So this is the third time McAvoy played a soldier in something. Atonement was another one, and Band of Brothers. Ooh. And the third time Vikander played something that was (laughs) ocean-centric. Tulip fever and the light between oceans. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So now getting back to where I'm totally wrong about this film. It got absolutely roasted in reviews. Uh, Yeah, it did. Rotten Tomatoes had it at 21% at this point. Um, consensus was a slow moving misfire. I don't disagree with that. Submergence isn't as deep as it thinks it is. Probably true, but still manages to drown its stars in a drama whose admirable ambitions, ambitions remain almost entirely unfulfilled. I mean, that's not inaccurate, but then again, when you think about 21%, that's two out of 10, that's pretty close to two and a half out of 12. Don't try to justify it, I'm just man. saying. Anyways, the knot tile is a manned submersible. That's the one that was used in this film, designed for observation and intervention at depths up to 6,000 meters. Wow. Since it was commissioned in 1984, more than 1,800 dives have been performed from uh, oceanographic vessels like the Nadir, the Atalante, which is the one we saw in the film, or the Pukwapwas. Can you say that one again? Pukwapwas. Perfect. Yeah, it's not perfect. That was terrible. But. <laughs> James McAvoy starred in multiple X-Men films with Michael Fassbender. Do you know who Michael Fassbender is married to? Is it Vikander? Yes. No. Alicia Vikander. Yes. Married last year. Uh, so, uh, not sure why they don't mention that that X-Men film features a submarine as well. Ooh. Yeah. Brom, those are like your favorite uh, movies, right? X-Men First Class. Magneto raises that submarine straight out of that ocean. I like the original trio. The, the new ones are okay too, but uh, X2 is my favorite. Yeah, X2 is, I think, maybe the best. I, I used to say it was like the best sequel to a film that wasn't itself necessarily great. Like I thought the C- X2 was great, whereas mm-hmm. X-Men, the first one, I thought was just okay. And like the best sequel to something that was just okay. Yeah, it might be my favorite comic book movie. It's a good one. Yeah. I actually would agree with that. I think X2 is my favorite comic book movie, too. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Really? X2 is really good. Is it? Yeah. It's Check very, it out. Good. You can watch it standalone, too. All right. All right. So, everyone, you know, this is obviously a romance for the ages. So, which other romances for the ages, <gasps> which pairs from romances in the ages, would have done well in this film? Okay. <clears throat> you ready for this, guys? Uh, dude, I'm ready. Ready? Okay. Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal from When Harry Met Sally. Billy Crystal is like a uh, 
the secret an agent. agent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You got it? No, no. You can't imagine Billy Crystal running on the beach and being like, oh, I love that guy. That's true. Him running on the beach and then being like, hey, what's up? And then being like, let's bang. Probably not necessarily happening. You could put like an inner space spin on it with uh, Meg Ryan returning for that sort of same role. Sure. Maybe. All right. What about about Meg Ryan? What about Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks from You've Got <laughs> from You've Got Mail, which I believe is the only film they had together, right? Oh, put a, sure. Put a little uh, <laughs> Captain Phillips spin on it with. Uh... <laughs> oh, we could. We you know what? We could probably cut this movie together. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably a scientist in something, right? Yes, and then we can cut it be. together from those three films. Yeah, um, m- movie where she. Oh, I think in IQ, <laughs> that one that was about Einstein with Ma- Walter Matthau. I think she may have been a scientist in that. Her dad's Einstein. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can you imagine can make having this to uh, make a movie with Inner Space, Captain Phillips, and Submergence, and you have to pull 40 minutes from all three movies and make a coherent yeah. movie? Yeah, I can't imagine it because we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds like a great project. <laughs> what about Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid from Inner Space? Uh, duh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Get it together I actually right think that, now. I think that would actually work That's probably yeah. the best one so yeah. far. <clears throat> what about Meg Ryan and Russell Crowe from Proof of Life? Oh, Russell. Yeah, it's a Wait, Russell. What, I'm, I'm, not, I'm talking what, Slim Russell. What's like, your theme again? Why is it all Meg Ryan? It's uh, rom- romances, romances <laughs> for the ages. What about uh, Meg Ryan and Nick Cage from City of Angels? Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh. Dude, if Nick Cage was in this, 100%. he would have saved it. it wouldn't, he wouldn't have had to run down the beach. <laughs> yeah. He just would have sat there. He would have been just sitting at the bar Japanese scotch. smoking. He's like, what yeah. up? And he just screams at her yeah. or just stares at her and walks <laughs> over. Got his like dinosaur skull or whatever he can. Yeah. Uh, He's like, welcome to my castle. I actually own this place. Get out of here. Yeah. She'd be like, what? <laughs> my family's been coming here since I was a child. You own this place? Yeah. And he also is the financier of the whole submersible operation. Probably. Oh never had him. my gosh. Uh, what about Meg Ryan and Ed Harris? Now, little known fact, they starred together in a film. It was called Slippery Slopes. So Ed Harris <laughs> plays the foreman of a grease manufacturer, and Meg Ryan plays the uptight lawyer sent from corporate to get the factory profitable again, right? Interestingly, no, at no point in the film does he rip his shirt off and actually get grease spilled on him. In this case, he rips his shirt off and they spill yogurt on him, and it did not go over well with audiences. It was a massive box office flop. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, I want that one. <laughs> yeah. I think that's right. Ed Harris... Just like stringy old man, like abs and muscles running down that beach. And oh, this Ryan. is filmed like last year, right? Well, this is filmed whenever. Oh, okay. <laughs> whenever you want. I'm just, I'm saying my version of it in my mind. Oh, yeah. 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 So Meg Ryan from uh, Sleepless in Seattle, Ed Harris from Today. Great. <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. Love you, Ed. Please come on the podcast for the love of God. Yeah. I need you. <laughs> All right. So Phantom Zone, real quick. It's an easy one. Engage the Phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. As noted, McAvoy was also an X-Men First Class, where Magneto lifts a submarine out of the water. James Fleming is in that as Azazel? I'm not sure who that is. Azazel. Uh, and we, Azazel. And we've used him. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> oh, what a fucking nerd. Uh, and we've He's used like him before. the uh, red nightcrawler. He's like a demon. Okay, well, there we go. Jason Fleming, Fleming plays Red Knight Carly, and we've used him before as because uh, he's in Below, starring uh, Johnny Depp, uh, and of course, uh, 
that features the main one of the main actors from Pearl Harbor, Matt Davies or something like that, and that features Billy Fickner, our boy. Really, our boy. What's going to be funny is when I when we end up watching Pearl Harbor and it turns out that a submarine's actually not seen in the film at all. Oh man, that'd be. I'd have to go back and like edit all these podcasts and we have to re-release them. Jesus, dude, that's on you. You do that. No, no. All right, it's time for a little subs worldwide. It's it's subs subs world world wide wide wide. Alicia Vikander or Alicia Vikander. Mm. I, don't know how, I don't know how you say it, but well, what about Alicia Vikander? Oh shoot, you're right. Yeah. So many options. Mm-hmm. She is from Sweden, That's so I figured, true. what the heck, man? We haven't done a Swedish sub yet, which is unsettling because we've had so many Dolph films. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a mistake, an oversight by you. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I went with the Swedish Gotland class. Gotland? Gotland. Like a Gotland gun? Like G-O-T-L-A-N-D. Gotland gun. Okay. Yeah, you do whatever. You do you <laughs> over there. Uh, so when commissioned in the late 90s, these submarines were the first ever to have a modern air independent propulsion system, also known as AIP. Hmm. Or ape. I've never heard of that actually. We've I'm done this kidding. we've done this podcast for forty nine episodes, episodes and I don't think I've ever heard that. No, Maybe I have, but you have not. Because yeah. I haven't done the Swedish ones. <laughs> okay. Uh this system is able to run almost silently. Hmm. Like a caterpillar drive. <gasps> Say it isn't so. Um with the system, this does extend the underwater endurance of this diesel electric submarine from days to weeks. Pretty to months, slick. to years, to decades. Yes. <laughs> Sub returned after 30 years underwater. Like, what? Uh, they have like several children. They actually turned out they started to um, reproduce uh, asexually. They yeah. just have like spawn, like their spores. Yeah, <laughs> spores have fallen <laughs> off their bodies. Uh, so this previously having the um, weeks long thing was only able to be done with nuclear power however mm-hmm. they discovered a way to do it the submarine also has a highly automated system that allows a single member of the crew to steer the boat in both depth and speed hmm. which is important because this allows for smaller crews and additionally all this all the machinery is mounted on rubber dampeners which helps reduce noise and vibrations which also helps the class be known for being extremely quiet. Also has great shock resistant in case you try to electrocute it. Wow. Animals. And has a great combat system. It's designed mainly for anti-ship, anti-sub warfare. It sounds like this is almost like an advertisement for the submarine. Like, I know, right? You're like reading like the advertisement from the Swedish government. Yeah. Dude, you should... <laughs> You should have read the article I was reading. It was just it was so funny. This great system was invented by this. Jesus. This is the, an exceptional system yeah. invented by da da da. Abusive praise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. What else? What was I saying? It's designed for anti-ship, anti-sub warfare, mm-hmm. intelligence gathering, electronic signal intelligence, forward surveillance, spec ops, and mine laying. Hmm. Let's get into some of the specs on this thing. It is only 198. Point two five feet long. Yeah, it's pretty small, but not not super small. Not super small. Right. Bigger than my boat. Right. Uh, Bigger than the wet floater, too. Ooh, yes, it is. It's funny. My wife was like, why is it called the wet floater? Because it's <laughs> wet it yeah, It's not a <laughs> bad thing. What, yeah. what are you talking about? Uh, so anyway, for speed on the surface, it can travel at 11 knots. 
submerged, 20 knots. And while it's running on the AIP, 5 knots. Has two diesel electric motors and two Cockums AIP units. Whoa. Yes. Scandalous. It is quite scandalous. The crew consists of 25 submariners. That's so, not, wow. It's pretty small. That would be good for us if, if you think about it. Like, yeah. we don't have to get too many more crew on top of like the regular set. Right. See, we could be the officers. Right. And then the rest are just, you know. Riff raff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Can we separate the crew from, uh, we want to be separated from the riffraff, so can it be like the boat from- uh, Black Sea? Black no, Sea. No, not Black. Black Water? Black Water, yeah. Yeah, of course. Good. But we're not giving them any cards to get up front. And we're definitely going to incorporate the engine and torpedo room into our part of it. They yeah. can stay on their side and then man those stations when needed. Exactly. Yeah. And also, if we shut a door, it'll stay shut. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear about that, guys. <laughs> All right, so for weapons, it has four 533-millimeter torpedo tubes, additionally two 400-millimeter torpedo tubes. Why the difference? I don't know. You think you'd only want to store one type of torpedo? You think, yeah. But whatever. Uh, it can hold 12 torpedoes, and it has 48 externally mounted mines. Huh. Kind of nifty. Does seem like a mine layer. Yeah. Just, just pop one off. Um, These things are actually... Quite well, eh, known for performing quite well in war game scenarios. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there an article about them defeating like an American sub or a Soviet sub or something like right. that in war games? They've, they have, quote unquote, so when I say sunk, I'm not meaning actually sunk. Right, yeah. These are just war games. So they have essentially like would have got the kill if it was real time scenario. They've sunk Spanish warships. The SSN USS Houston. Yeah, I think I read an article about that. And in 2004, a Gatlin class was actually commissioned by the United States to participate in war games because the U.S. wanted to practice anti-sub warfare versus diesel electrics. And U.S. is quite often criticized for our ability to combat them. And the Gatlin class was successful in sinking the USS Ronald Reagan yeah. by snapping a photo of it and being completely undetected. Yeah, I think it was, I, I feel like I was uh, reading that when we first started this podcast and we started to understand the difference between like nuclear and diesel electric. Yeah. And I was reading about, you know, diesel electric and how they kind of went away and it came back and stuff like that. And that was the example given of like the utility. And we saw that in um, down periscope as well, right? Like, right. Cause they yeah. can run completely <clears throat> silent. Yeah. With the nuclear, I mean, you can stay the water. Nuclear is very fast, but the diesel electric can be very quiet. Yeah, and deadly. When needed, yeah. Uh, so two of the three of, there's three that are in service. Two of the three of them are being upgraded so they can remain effective. I think it was up to 2025. And Sweden will be buying two new stealth submarines, what they mm. called, which will be the A-26 class. Opening up for stealth two submarine warfare. Oh, yes. All right. That's it for Subs Worldwide. Tube 3 ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. What up, boys? Oh, what, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up? What's relevant. So, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Uh, again, I am not claiming that that is my personal saying. That is our friend uh, from BitConnect. You can check it out on YouTube. Uh, but my top five uh, countdown tonight 
we are counting down, and this is uh, from the top 10, so this is user voted, uh, and the votes are in for the top five movies to fall asleep to. Oh! Getting a dig in even in your top 10. Yeah, man. Uh, and I'm not, I do not agree with a lot of these. I agree with quite a few. And this one, uh, I, I, has got some, uh, controversial ones. So let me know what you guys think. Number five, The Godfather. Oh, come on. Godfather's great. Not to be never completely seen sexist, Kyle's but to, I have never seen Kyle's it. Kyle's about to say he's never seen it. I knew it. I've, I've never, I've seen, never it. seen it as well, but I assume no, there it's are, great. I know, I know, I know. I want to see it. I, I need to see it. It's a classic. I get it. I assume there's probably a lot of, and not to be sexist, but there's probably a lot of wives having to grin and bear right. it through. Okay, uh, that is that is very sexist. I think it's also it's generally. It, yes, it's very long. It's it's many different kind of stories melded together. There's a whole scene, a whole portion of it where he goes off to uh, Corleone. He goes off to live in Italy because of a murder. So he lives there for a while and things like that where you could feel like it drags on a little bit. Mm. How long okay. is it? That's like three hours long. That's nothing, man. Yeah. Watch Das some, Boot. Some people, some people think it's long. I think it's it's, it's great. I, I you know if it's on TV, I usually stick around and watch uh, large portions of it. Huh? Yeah. Uh, number four, this, this is one, uh, I have fallen asleep to, so I, I'd have to give it a vote up. King Kong, the 2005 film. Mm. Oh, with Jack Black? That movie is, yep. That one is a, <laughs> Jack Black's the first person that everyone always remembers from that movie. <laughs> uh, this is like Adrian Brody, Kyle Chandler. Yep. Jack Black. Who's oh, the, wow. uh, who's the, um, leading lady in uh, that one? I forget. Oh, Naomi Watts. I was going to say Naomi Watts. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Blade yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one, that's just such a long movie. Once they get to New York, it just always knocks me out. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because it's a very faithful adaption, except with a lot of stuff kind of packed into it, because the original movie is not particularly long. I mean, it was back in the day. It's not like that's dragging on for two hours. I think it was a 80-minute film or something like that. Yeah, and I guess... But I mean, it was, while I enjoy that movie, it is very long. Yeah, I think it's, I think the thing is what they did is that they basically kept the entire storyline, but then added in all these like crazy computer graphic type stuff that took up a lot of time. Anyways. Number three, I wholeheartedly disagree with. I own the uh, four-hour extended version. This is one of my mm, favorite I know, movies. I know what you're going to say. You want to take it away? Is it Lord of the Rings? It is Lord of the Rings: yeah. The Return of the King. I also that extended version. And that extended version is great. <laughs> oh so man, good. yeah, those one are just of, phenomenal. One movies. of the comments saw the first two Lord of the Ring movies in theaters and fell asleep soundly both times. I told my husband to go to the third without me. I will never watch these movies. So my wife had never seen these, and that blew my mind. And so, in college. I also own all the extended versions. I made her sit down in one day and watch every <laughs> single one of them with me. 12 yeah. hours later. Yep. I don't think she really appreciates them, probably because of uh, the watch party I put her through with it. <laughs> I, I've been there too. I had uh, I introduced some people and did the watch parties with uh, Lord of the Rings. And it is, it is a haul, but I've never had to fall asleep in the middle of it. 
Where did you get this list? This list sounds terrible so far. This From is fake stuff.com. <laughs> fake news.com. No, the it's the top tens. It's a place where you get a topic and you vote for your answers and then they compile all the user data and it spits it out. So I definitely disagreed with uh, number three. We get back on track here a little bit. Number two, Titanic. No, Titanic is, I mean, okay. <laughs> the first comment here, it takes nearly an hour and a half for the ship to start sinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, they want yeah. The, they, do they want the Titanic to sink the entire movie? I, oh, I guess. Definitely, man. See those rats running around the ship like the I'm, whole time. I'm actually surprised it's only an hour and a half in considering that means it sunk for an hour and a half because it's a three hour film. <laughs> so. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's a Number long time one. sinking. Yeah. Number one, though, Gone with the Wind, 220 minutes long. Oh, uh, I can agree with that. You can't really watch that in one go, uh, really. No, you no. can't. It's like how I watch Gods and Generals. Okay, that first of all, Gods and Generals is number one. Get on there and vote, man. <laughs> Let I your voice to. be heard. Gods and Generals is not only offensive and like upsetting to watch. <laughs> it is a uh, a love story to a thing called the Lost Cause, which is a um, uh, racist explanation for why the Civil War occurred, where they say it's actually not about slavery. It was about states' rights and shit. But it's very supportive of this theory of what Civil War is all about. And it runs for straight up uh, two hours and eight, or two, 280 minutes. Oh. So almost five hours. Get on there and vote it up, man. And it is rough. And you can't really, that, that one's, I don't think you can watch that one day. First time I did, I nearly had a mental breakdown watching it for like when I watched it one day. <laughs> what is the purpose of my life? Yeah, right? yeah. What am I doing? <clears throat> I lived, died, and then lived and died again while watching it. We could do a, an entire podcast series on, on that movie. We could do like a whole season. Yeah, that's true. It's five. It's technically yeah. It's like a. It's basically a TV show, but they made it a movie. I don't know. Yeah. But I would. I would say the same thing about Gone with the Wind. Like, I don't think anymore you could really sit down and just be like, "I'm going to watch Gone with the Wind." You kind of have to do it in two parts. Oh I, yeah. A lot of these films, you can. They kind of are split into parts, anyways. Yeah, I think there's probably even an intermission in that film. So. Oh well, there two. you go. Watch it as two. That's the solution. Don't fall asleep if you watch it as two films. Real quick, here's some uh, honorable mentions. Twilight, Avatar, Inglorious Bastards. What? Okay, Inglorious Bastards, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. 2001 A Space Odyssey, There Will Be Blood. Oh my God, There Will Be Blood? Okay, 2001 A Space Odyssey, I can, I can endure that slander for one of the greatest <laughs> films ever made but there will be blood that's a modern masterpiece like what a lot of these are good movies it's again it's you know i think maybe you get subjected to having to watch it with your spouse and then that person that didn't enjoy it in that relationship comes on okay, here and votes not it get, up. that's not good back it's not dive back into the i'm just saying thing. it's, it's a battle out, of the sexes of here twilight i mean spouse. twilight come on you know that's all guys voting that up that's, that's true, true. That's good, good true. call good call I now agree with you. Also got the Green Mile on here, Road to Perdition. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good movies. The Big uh, Big Fish. That sounds like people who just like don't like Tom Hanks. <laughs> Green Mile and Road to Perdition. Well, oh, those, his face those so people boring. Are just I wrong. fell asleep. Ugh. Castaway. Uh, uh, Thin Red Line. Was that Tom Hanks too? Or I'm thinking of well, yeah. Band of Brothers, right? All right. Is yeah. Thin Red Line? Oh man, is that's the one? It's like a World War II movie, but in the yes. Pacific. Yes. 
by oh. the same director. Oh, it came out the same year Saving Private Ryan did. Yeah, it's by by Malik, the director yeah. Malik. I can. And you see, would think uh, that movie was made like thirty years earlier. Saving Private Ryan is so much better than that movie. It's unreal. Yeah. I can Tom see uh, Jamie getting yeah. offended by this one as well. Lincoln. Oh, I liked Lincoln. I wouldn't necessarily say it's for everyone, but I, the thing the thing I would say about some of these films is like, if you sit down to watch Lincoln and you're not like a fan of Lincoln then yeah, you're going to fucking fall asleep. Why did you start watching Lincoln? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did it to yourself. Like, why do you then get upset about falling asleep during it? All these are very lengthy <laughs> movies. The, the only and one I would agree I'll, with uh, is King, uh, King Kong actually does make a little bit of sense. Because yeah. it's like, when you go in to watch something like King Kong, you don't necessarily anticipate it being so long. And so you could be like, oh, I came out of that, like, not happy that I, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll, but, I'll conclude with this. Uh, you've got Mail and uh, Forrest Gump also made made the uh, top thirty five here. So there is a lot of Tom Hanks hate. Wow, Dang. people just do. <laughs> isn't he like America's sweetheart? He's got to be. No, that what? was Captain Zeta Jones. Uh, <laughs> that was actually. Yeah, I think that was Meg Ryan. Chris Brown. Uh, <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> Self proclaimed. That's not me saying that. That's a joke. He said it uh, at the awards show, like like within a year after uh, beating up Rihanna. So he's a piece Great. of shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Tom let's, Hanks let's... Is even in the Carly Rae Jepsen music video, man. How could people hate yeah, this guy? That's he's right. right. He made he made Thomas Crown a beloved film that everyone likes. Is that the one where he's riding a scooter or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, maybe I don't know. Maybe now I'm doubt. He is made uh, he made the circle. Everyone liked that one. Oh yeah. Atlas shrugged or something, right? Didn't he do that too? No, it wasn't Atlas shrugged. Wow. Atlas shrugged. <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> Talk about oh. that's, another, that's another one that should be on that's that one. list. Atlas shrugged should definitely be on that list. That movie, I watched all three parts of that film for badmovietwins.com. That's badmovietwins.com. And God dang, Atlas shrugged films are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that is the top five movies to fall asleep to. Everybody get on there and change those votes. That's crazy. Submergence number one. <laughs> yeah, vote it up. Uh, or uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what uh, what uh, you think should be on the list. Yeah. Yes. Again, yeah, yeah. it is MacEsecondFloorStudios at gmail.com. And second is two, the number ND. None of that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> None of that makes sense. Thanks for listening to Submersion. Find us on SoundCloud and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can't get enough of us? Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. And if you like what you heard, please go ahead and give us a rating.